0: and welcome to the big show.
1: <laughs> it is. This is the big show.
0: It seriously is. I, I'm not done compiling links yet. and I don't even know how I'm going to manage because there are a lot of links to compile. Well, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, granted, we knew most of
2: it on, on Sunday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello yes. and welcome to Rocket Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace and... The constantly leaking knowledge about Apple's inner workings. (laughs) I'm Simone DeRoche for video producer at Polygon.com, and I'm joined by Christina Warren, Senior Content Project Manager at Microsoft, and Brianna Wu, Democratic candidate for Congress in the great state of Massachusetts. That's right. That's right. Um, So just as a matter of history,
1: this is our biggest show we've ever done, right? Like, this is the revolutionary iPhone, so... Like this is the biggest news we've ever covered on Rocket before. Right? And
0: you just drop the title in like the first minute <laughs> so yeah, for thanks. real free. <laughs> God. So, wow, to I guess recap very briefly the events of the week. Um there were many leaks
2: which oh, yeah.
0: indicated to us what would happen at Apple's Tuesday event, the September 12th event. Um and we'll be talking a little bit about those and then we'll be talking about of course what Apple Announced at the event, that being the iPhone 10, the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, RAP iPhone 9 will you'll never be mentioned again. Uh, we didn't we expect you, and uh, we don't miss you.
1: <laughs> we also need to budget about 15 minutes so Christina can mourn the loss of rose gold. Oh my for god! The no, I model. need to do that.
0: Yeah. Can we actually just? start off with that? <laughs> yeah let's just let's, let's, let's just start off with that because i'm let me oh. let me put some context around this i was i was traveling on tuesday i did i couldn't watch the event when it was happening and so i read uh, i read some write-ups of it and the first thing i read is new iphones coming in silver space gray what's the third color freaking black no it's like gold gold regular gold well, it's kind of a peachy Period. Gold. Period. There's no no rose. No rose. No, no rose, rose. No rose. That is what I read with my own eyes. And I, in the airport, wept a figurative <laughs> tear. <laughs> oh. And like, I am legitimately kind of sad about it because I feel like yes. I'm clutching my iPhone 6S now thinking... You're the last of your kind, <laughs> right? I'm not gonna get a freaking seven. There's no way I'm getting a freaking rose gold seven. I'm gonna upgrade to an eight, and and my rose gold six S is the last of its kind. No, it's very I know. Sad. I, I
2: I'm like, because I, I got rid of my six S, and so if I get rid of my and I, I wanted to sell, I was planning on selling my my seven plus, you know, to help recoup some of the cost of of the ten. And now that you just said that, Simone, I I I'm like. <sighs> Well, do I just keep it around for like memory's sake and like just to, to always have a <laughs> reminder of when things were good and when technology <laughs> loved me and I loved it back? Like, you know, I mean, obviously I still have my rose gold uh, pro and, and, and I have um, my many, many accessories, including headphones and other things. And, and I'm at this point tempted, I'm joking sort of, but I'm sort of tempted to buy a, a rose gold MacBook just, you oh. know, to hoard it. Yeah, uh, no, honestly, I think that's the a good fact decision.
0: that we have so many rose gold accessories just makes me more upset because yes. you were able to coordinate. I was. You, I mean, you're not gonna buy all new rose or er, non rose gold, gold no, beats,
2: no, to not. go with
0: your friggin' silver phone. No, I'm not. Well, here's the
2: thing. I would maybe consider. I mean, this is insane, and I would not recommend anyone else doing this. But <laughs> I'm an insane person. <laughs> we, we, we know this. I I would maybe consider. Let's say, I don't know, like. If the if if the ten was available in this peachy gold color, I could yeah. maybe be like, All right, well you know what? I can start – I'm not going to replace everything I have, but I'll start coordinating with the new color, right?
1: Right, um, right.
2: But it's not. But it's not
1: there. The, not the there. iPhone 10 only comes in silver and space gray. Yes. And space gray is the worst black color Apple offers. It's like, uh, make a decision. It, it is. Like, <laughs> Although,
2: so, so, so I have a theory, and I'd like you guys' thought. My yeah. theory is that since they've moved to the glass backs um, on both the, the 8, the 8 Plus, and the 10. There's something with the the, the the doing the paint color with the glass that they're not able to match the hue the way that they did before, and that that's why hmm. it's the different t- uh, tone. And then my secondary theory is that something specific with the color thing they couldn't get the color right for the ten because we've all seen the leaked photos and renderings of of, of a rose gold ten body. Now that could have been based on nothing. That could have been based on just like you know maybe. Um, you know, parts did leak, and then you know companies fabricated them, thinking, you know, guessing on the color. Um, but, but 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 those leaks did exist, and so I I wonder if like if, if you recall when the iPhone four came out, it was supposed to come out in white and in black, and uh, just as the the, the previous iPhone three G and the iPhone three uh, GS were available in white and black, and instead there was a problem with getting the color correct, and they didn't launch the iPhone four in white until it came out on Verizon in. February of 2011. And at that point, like millions <laughs> of us already had iPhone 4s and I was like, I'm not going to, you know, get an old phone with a new color. Um, and so I had to wait until the iPhone 4s to finally have a white iPhone. Um, so I wonder if the if it's a two-part thing, if they just – if they couldn't get the color right, you know, um, for, for oh, the gold no. color for, for the 10 and if moreover, if the reason they're now calling this gold – isn't because they hate me and and want to punish me <laughs> and 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 want to get rid of rose gold, especially since millennial pink is like the color. Um, but but they just couldn't get it to
0: look the way they wanted it to. The way they wanted. How dare you raise the question that they will release new colors and that I would have to wait? How dare you?
1: I, I have a more cynical theory. I think the and Ten is clearly the new flagship. Um, yeah, you know, next year I think you're gonna see them finally phase out the design that started with the six. Yeah, you know, they'll introduce like cheaper technology. And I think they are trying to give it some space to go. Like yeah. you know, they're giving they're giving themselves some uh yeah, you know, some innovation to bring out down the line. Um so yeah, that's my theory on that. Um the I just end I think it's so I I think it's so disappointing because like I can accept that they're not going to bring like that gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous red color to their flagship line, even though they should. Yeah. I can somehow accept that. And I can somehow accept that they're gonna get rid of rose gold. What I can't accept is, like, just two colors. Like, it feels like we're back in the iPhone 3GS line, like, you know, the second generation iPhone now. It just, it feels gross.
2: No, it does. I mean, because at this point, we've had, um, you know, at least three options since the iPhone um, 5S, because that was the first one with gold so the iphone 5 there was it wasn't space gray it was like slate gray and then there was like a silverish color and then the iphone 5s had the gold the silver and space gray and and then it was the same for the 6 and then with the 6s we we got our, our wonderful rose gold so yeah i'm with you it's 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 utterly bizarre um, to, to do this um, i I'm I'm very very sad. Um, As my friend uh, Leslie was saying on Twitter, uh, she her her Twitter username was hacks for pancakes. Like she's really upset about it, as we all are. She's like (laughs) it was like the only. She was like it's you know the rose gold iPhone as I basically have written about was like the only pink tech that you could actually use Mm -hmm. for work. You know it was one of those things where it 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 hadn't ghettoized pink tech as it historically is. It was every bit as good as anything else. You were just. Getting to kind of choose your own it was color,
0: stylish and yes, and it was feminine. As if everything. you wanted to be yeah. feminine,
2: or or if you wanted to, if you were a guy and you wanted to dress it up in a certain way, you could do that. Like it was just, it was, it was a great color, and and I, I really am going to miss it, and I, 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 I hate that it's gone because it, it feels like,
0: I, mm-hmm. I, I hate it. Appropriately, when I did Google this, the first thing that came up was the Gizmodo article. <laughs> did Apple just kill rose gold? So thank you to your former. Uh, employer for covering your bases there Um, they
2: they might have been texting me to be like are you all right (laughs) like you know what i mean like i is that that why you got all those
0: sour gummy bears
2: oh yeah basically no they no no that that's because i've i've sent them um so much stuff that that they were uh repaying the favor but uh and 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 I have wonderful friends but uh yeah no it, 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 it that did help soothe my pain a little bit I was like the one thing that made the rose gold uh going away slightly more bearable was that was that my friends um sent me 10 pounds of um sour patch kids <laughs> god
1: they're so it.
0: good they're such good it. friends
1: so I guess as long as like I feel like we're doing this episode rocket like most traditional Post-Apple shows like go through the product line. But I want to get all the color complaining out at once because Mm – I would seriously consider getting the third generation Apple watch because I am just shallow enough that like the thought of going to run without carrying my gigantic phone with me is appealing to me. Like I'm I'm that terrible person. But I cannot, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot (laughs) understand why Apple, a company that understands minimalism and color harmony would say like, hey – you know what would make this Apple Watch better? This Apple Watch is barely useful mm. already. What if we screwed up all our designs by just
2: throwing a big ugly red, red dot yeah. on all of them? That the totally clashes now with the new rose hue. Oh. Like, with we the new gold hue, now it totally clashes with the, with the red. No, I'm with you. Um, I'm probably going to get a Series 3 watch Um, which is surprising for me. I know a lot of people, I was kind of, you know, like dunking on the phone on, on Twitter. Um, and I stand by it. It is a glorified Fitbit for me without a doubt it is. And, and I've complained on this show before about how I don't really want to pay another $10 a month for cellular connectivity in my phone. Also true. And I'm probably not, I mean, if I get the one with cellular, I don't know if I'll activate it or, or whatever, but okay, this is, this is. Oh, I'm such a jack. I'm I'm such a jerk. Um, <laughs> I, I get I get a certain amount of money, um, from my company for a, a, this is all public information. I looked into this. I'm not violating any sort of NDAs, but I get a certain amount of money, um, for a stay a fit health credit, and Ooh. and uh, it, it's like 800 bucks a year. It or you can join a gym or you can do like 800 a year, and so it covers the Apple Watch. Oh wow! So oh my God! So if I have this money. You have nothing to lose. <laughs> I, I might as well just get a, a stainless steel Apple Watch with with, wow. with 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 LTE. I might as well.
1: But like red is my secondary color. Yeah,
2: like, my glasses are
1: red. Um, you know, like back when I had my hair colored, like a streak in it, that was red. Red is like that's the color I went with. I'm like that's that's my horse. I'm sticking to it. Like, you know, like Simone, I don't think I've ever seen you wear red. Like, what if red isn't your color? Yeah, good oh and you're God. trying to wear the Apple Watch. Like, there are a lot of people. And I know like guys. I would are have to just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. But I it's it's just an ugly choice. I don't understand. Yeah, it. I mean it's it's
2: weird too, because I know that they were doing I think it was the red dial. I think that was the one that the Apple employees had, like when the first Apple Watch came out. Like yeah. that was kind of a special thing. And I guess that's kind of cool. And I guess maybe you need I don't know why Red red seems an odd choice because, like I said, I don't mind it. Like in theory, but it, it's going to clash with certain things. You know, red. I love red as a great color. It, it is, but I think it'll like white. I think would have been a better choice or black. You know, like yeah. it, it, it already people were talking about. Okay, you know, are people going to be selling stickers
0: and things to cover it up, and you know, freaking better. And you know that's understand. coming. Like even if it is a, a, a throwback. It does not look great. I'm looking at pictures of it right now on the gold watch, and it's just uh, –
2: No, it doesn't look It looks it like look a look sticker, good.
0: actually, that should be peeled off.
2: Right, right, totally. I mean, and that's the thing that I don't understand. Like, it's one thing – maybe on the black, although that creates a certain thing. Like, it's one thing on the aluminum or on the stainless steel or or the ceramic, I guess, although I think you kind of ruin that beautiful white ceramic with, you know, the accent. Um, but, but but that,
0: you know, that, that gold color, which has a peachy tone to it, totally doesn't look good totally with the clashes and you know even watch it even watch faces that have the red red second hand or both red hands just i i'm not a fan of that look so the idea that it's in the body of the watch where it's impossible to change i'm like uh-huh thanks anyway well otherwise though besides that horrid red dot <laughs> are you are you feeling pretty good about the apple watch
1: Yeah, let's go through it sequentially. Yeah, all of their announcements. So Apple Watch. um, Yeah, Christina, I'm right there with you. I'm probably going to be the jerk that buys this, and part of it is because my Series One is giving up the ghost. Same, Um, same. My mine is definitely needs to be done. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, that's a a Mississippi. I mean, I kind of love the
0: expression that you just invented. Yeah, I
1: know. It's I. It's so funny. I had a relative that said giving up the goat and I didn't know it was giving up the ghost until much later. Uh, Yeah, sorry, embarrassing. Um, Yeah, my series one is dying and uh, I need to get another one. But I was like, come on, be honest. And Christina, when you saw in the video when they premiered it and they bring it out, it's the same ugly fat design. It's like as an engineer, I understand it. Because battery life is so precious and they're adding an LTE battery to it, which is going to make it drain faster. But it's like, it's so ugly <laughs> and it just
0: can't yeah. get past it. So it's got the LTE, it's got a new processor. Is that is that exciting enough to make the Apple Watch as cool as it was when I was first very excited about it? No. No? But
2: I No, but I think no. that for... And I, I said this on Twitter too. I, I apologize for anybody who follows my Twitter feed. I'm kind of in reruns. But I think no, what it's is, okay. this uh, is good. <laughs> what I think is actually interesting is that and, and I've said this on this show before too. And and I think this is, you know, Apple uh, I don't I think most of us would agree is is not the most agile company. It's hard for them to kind of, you know, make changes to things. Like it they typically, you know, it, it's like any big company, you know, change often takes time and, and like, you know, turning a big ship is difficult. They're they're not the most agile company. One of the more agile things that I've ever seen from them was the within a year pivot from marketing the Apple Watch as a fashion device um, into it as a fitness device. Yeah. And and, and, and and that started obviously last year, right? And and, and it started even before the, the, the Series 2. You started seeing it at WWDC 2016, but you really saw it last year. You know, the entire… They reframed the entire device as a fitness device, and they they tripled down on that this year. I mean, this is, you know, with everything, you mm-hmm. know, showing people, oh, how, you know, it saved people's lives, and it's able to detect all this stuff, and really playing up health kit, and, and, and you know, even, like, having the video, you know, where people were reading the letters they wrote to Tim Cook, you know, thanking them for this device, all that stuff. It, it, it They are really going after uh, the, the fitness market and the health market, uh, which I think is valid. Um having said all that, and like I said, I, I use mine as a glorified Fitbit. I don't really, but I don't take advantage of the, of the more, um, advanced features. Um, maybe I should, but I just don't. Um, but, but I, but I'm but part of the reason I don't is because I've got a series one, you know, an, an OG watch from, from 2015 that doesn't support that didn't have the GPS and isn't waterproof the same way and battery life isn't as good and it doesn't do, the more advanced stuff. So I haven't really, I haven't felt like, because the battery life has been so bad, I haven't felt like I even really could use it for more, you know, strenuous workouts and stuff, but maybe, maybe that'll change, you know? And Um, Mm -hmm. so, but I think at this point, and and I heard this from a number of friends when I was kind of saying, you know, it's a glorified Fitbit. I mean, I have one, but it, but that's what it is. I I was actually surprised by the number of, of of friends of mine, like real life friends. And and these are not tech people who are like, I love my Apple watch. You know, I use it for running. It's really helped me. And and, and they kind of see it as an integral part of, of, again, kind of their fitness life cycle. So I think for those people who don't already have a series two, who maybe had the original Apple watch, especially the sport, I think that. Adding the LTE feature, if you're willing to pay the extra money, um, and and adding that other stuff could be like a, a big boon, right? It, it'll make it that much better. Mm-hmm. Like like if, if like I do like the idea in theory of being able to to go running and not having to have my phone with me. Um, that's really cool, and I like the idea of being able to stream music. From my phone um, to my, you know, uh, AirPods without having um, to have a phone uh, from, my, from my watch to my AirPods without having to have a phone present, like you know, mm-hmm. from from the internet without having to like offload things as a playlist. I think that's all really great, uh, but I don't. But I think anybody who wasn't convinced by an Apple Watch before now. Maybe they will buy this, but I have a feeling this is really again just kind of like I said about like tripling down and focusing on that that health and fitness market uh, rather mm-hmm. than than you know what the Apple Watch was originally built at, which was to kind of be the assistant you've always wanted and 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 kind of your companion. Like I think that 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 is becoming more and more clear that that's not what people yeah. are using the watch it's for. It's hard
0: because you you always have to market to a niche in a sense, but the niche of very, very moneyed fitness people. When you're competing, when you're competing, I definitely think that that's a big market. But you're also, like you said, Christina, competing with a lot of very big names like Fitbit. That's just kind of ubiquitous. It's it, it's so known as to be almost ubiquitous. And I love HealthKit. I think I would really like to see almost uh, a guide from somebody who does use the Apple watch with health kit uh, like how they how they really integrate that into their life yeah because I love the idea of that but getting started it, yeah it can be and overwhelming. spending that much money is kind of daunting like even just on my iPhone like I look at health kit and I'm like there's so many options
2: yeah no it's so much I could
0: and- be healthy but I'll do it tomorrow
1: I I think something that I'm I Something I would be very interested in with this is the problem with Apple Watch is, you know, the promise of it was that it was going to make us more present in the moment, Mm. right? Like it was going to get us – like we've all had that experience where out to dinner with people and like your phone is near you and you're wanting to, you know, check email or whatever. Like that's a very human uh, response, what i can see myself doing is like you can't leave your house without your phone it's just a safety issue right, right. like you don't know if your car's going to die and you've got to get an uber it's just a safety thing i can really imagine myself um like leaving my phone deliberately in my purse and knowing that like you know critical things are going to come to my watch Do you know what I mean? Like, I can see using that to be more present in the moment. I also, like, again, this is a safety thing, but like, I mean... I'm probably not the only person that like won't leave the house with like you know 10% battery power. Because again, it's a yeah, safety same, issue. Same. Mm-hmm. So having like a redundancy there where I could call in an emergency, like get an Uber, yeah. that's very appealing to me. So, you know, I'm really worried about the battery life and I think the design is ugly. But I do think that with LTE, this is approaching the use case that we were kind of promised.
0: Yeah, that's a good, good point. I'll also think about your point last week, Brie, about uh, mentioning the failure of the digital crown and mm-hmm. how you dislike yeah. that interface. And yeah. in retrospect, I'm just incredibly amused. I don't think anyone expected them to do away with the digital crown, but I'm amused that what they did was just make it super freaking ugly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's so true. That's that's a great point. One thing I would say, too,
2: it kind of, uh, and I quipped about this on Twitter, but again, I kind of think I have a point. Um, the uh, the interesting thing with them adding, you know, kind of Apple Music streaming capabilities to it, although it won't be available at launch, it'll be in, coming in October. Essentially, kind of in some ways, kind of makes the Apple Watch the new iPod. Um, because at this point, Ooh. because at this point, you know the 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 iPod Nano is gone, the Shuffle is gone, the the the, the Touch, uh, you know, is is a couple of years um, old, and 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 was you know, has been long relegated as, 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 you know, a least favorite child in the iOS lineup. Um, And so it's interesting that at this point, the The watch is kind of, in some ways, is almost being positioned not just as a health thing, but as kind of. It, and honestly, the iPod, I think, you know, towards the middle and end of its life cycle, was largely a health device too. You know, there was Nike um, Plus integration very early on, and 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 you know, people really would use it for working out, and that was a very common use case. And it's kind of interesting to see it go back to that. And and what it reminded me of was that in uh, like in like 2010. Um, there was a huge Kickstarter project for um, watch kits for the iPod Nano. And it basically, like, it, it was at the time the biggest Kickstarter project in history. And, and, and you, know, uh, you know, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars was raised, you know, to put this thing on production. And, and uh, the, the good one, it was, it was uh, from a, a, a designer named Scott Wilson. It was called The Lunatic. And I actually, um, I, I not only did it back on Kickstarter, but he sent me um, a, a pre-production sample um, before they started shipping, which I actually found the other day. And it's so funny because I look at that and I looked at the review that I wrote. I'll send you a link, Simone. So this article was written on December 27th, 2010 by me. And I wrote, uh, can an iPod be a good watch? Sure. The size of the iPod nano makes a good watch face. And the fact that it's black or white clock, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, but is the iPod a good watch? My answer is unequivocally yes. Purely as a watch, the iPod Nano would be would, would work and serve its purpose. Pressing the power button on the side will turn it into from a pure watch mode. Whatever. Um. It says, however, having a music player attached to your wrist, not to mention a pedometer, is surprisingly useful. My fiance said that a running uh that running a pair of headphones up his long sleeve shirt from the watch still kept <laughs> his hands free and maneuverable while also allowing him to listen to podcasts, music, or radio while working. The iPod charges to about eighty percent in about an hour and a half, and that means plugging it in at night while stationary at a desk isn't a problem. Moreover, simply touching the power button brings up the watch face, blah, 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 blah. And then I wrote this. This this is what was kind of amazing. In fact, having information so accessible on your wrist only makes us wish that the iPod Nano had more built-in features. For instance, having access to a calendar and alarms for appointments (laughs) would be great. (laughs) We can picture a day when a future iPod Nano units will feature built-in Wi-Fi, allowing for access to news headlines, stock updates, and weather reports.
0: Wow. (laughs) I like this take.
2: I like this take a lot. So anyway, my so everything old is new again, and the iPod
0: uh the Apple Watch is the new iPod. There we go. God. This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Squarespace, where you can enter offer code Rocket at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase and make your next move. With Squarespace, <laughs> Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. <laughs> wow. That's a great jingle. i on
2: fire tonight. That's a really good jingle. You should like make to... that into it, the official Squarespace
0: jingle. Coming soon, Squarespace the musical. Live on Broadway, (laughs) watch me in Squarespace the musical. I'll create an online store. Then I'll create a portfolio. And then I'll create a blog. And I'll blog on that blog. In the end, in the grand finale, I will create all of those things in one website because Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that lets you do just that live in front of a studio audience. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, no upgrades needed. No one needs to worry about all that stuff. The only thing you need to worry about, or that I need to worry about, I guess, is remembering my lines when I'm on Squarespace the musical on Broadway. Everything else Squarespace has totally covered. And they have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help. Spoilers, there is a part of the show, Squarespace on Broadway, where I forget my lines, but then I I contact Squarespace customer support for help, and they help me out, because that's what they do. They also let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain la- name, which I will be doing live on stage in Squarespace the Musical on Broadway. And all of their award-winning win- templates are beautifully designed so you can show off your great ideas. For example, <laughs> squarespace the uh which is definitely something that someone should make right now. Me. It's me. And that would really scratch my itch. To create a new website. I actually went through my Squarespace website just uh, unfortunately when I should have been working on writing last weekend. And I changed all the fonts, which is it's really easy to do. You can sort of make you can set different fonts for different things like for headings or just for the body text. So you can change the font throughout your entire site and then you can preview it immediately and see if you like it. Which I did. I experimented with many, many of Squarespace's built-in fonts, and it was a very difficult decision. But I had fun doing that. In lieu of actual news to post on my Squarespace website, I changed its fonts, because I'm a fun person who knows how to have fun. You can have fun just like me. Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up, use the offer code ROCKET to get 10% off your first purchase. Show your support for Rocket and have a great freaking website. That's, again, offer code ROCKET at Squarespace.com. Thank you, Squarespace, for your support. Look for, of course, Squarespace the Musical coming to Broadway so soon. You soon know, as I, Simone, my lines. I I knew you
1: had... Like, do you know when you see Anne Hathaway at like you know some premiere party and you know that she's just half a step away from like belting out like "Lena's" yeah. is, is like what she dreamed ah, of doing ah. her whole life. Oh yeah, yeah. you yeah. definitely got that quality too, Simone. Like, you do. You're just you're constantly I'm waiting for some tragedy. <laughs>
0: One more ad to revolution. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, my God. So, so so here's I have a request for our, our listeners. Um, please create a Squarespace website for Squarespace the musical. Thank you.
0: <laughs> okay, and I have a request for me and I'm going to write it down. Uh, I'm going to rewrite the lyrics to a song from Les Mis and I'm going to just make ads out of that. So uh, look forward to that. Because that's now my new passion in life. All right, should we step up to the next big topic? Which I yeah, think let's talk about the the eight pointlessness eight of the iPhone
2: eight. <laughs> oh, no, 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 First, we have to talk about the point that the, the overpricedness of of the Apple TV four K.
0: Okay, yeah. God. Can Oh god, we're already going to oh. go so long. We are, I'm <laughs> sorry. We don't
2: have to talk about this in depth. There's there's All now right. a four, There's now a 4K TV Apple TV. your Apple TV feelings. Um, okay, I like the Apple TV. I think I'm like the only person who does, but I like it as I like it as a set-top like box. Um, I I think that at $150, uh it's overpriced. I yep. think that at $180 for the uh, 4K model and $200 if you get it with 64 gigabytes. Um, it's, it's severely overpriced because at that point you're ba- you're almost in Xbox One um, S territory, and uh, no, uh, my employer is not paying <laughs> me to say this, but uh, I think that the, the the Xbox One S is a far superior uh, 4K machine. It, it supports HDR, it supports uh, UHD uh, Blu-rays, it supports games, it supports a ton of services. It already has Amazon support. Spotify just came to it. Anyway, I I think if if, yeah. if, if you're really spending, looking at spending that kind of money. Um, I think that the Xbox is, is superior, but 10, I, I'm 000.
1: looking right here. You can buy an Xbox one right now for the exact same price as the Xbox TV. Uh, it's refurbished, but you know,
2: the, Apple TV. the Apple TV. Yeah. So yeah. no, I mean, so great. So right. And I, I, think that the Xbox, if you're looking for, for a 4k thing that kind of money you're, that you're far better off, but, but here's the thing, you don't even need to spend that much. Like if you really just want a 4k set top box, um, the Roku is great. The uh, they're both the premiere and 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 I think it's like the plus. Um, the the new Fire TV and the Fire TV stick that does it is great. Um, Chromecast, you know, Ultra does it. Um, the Nvidia Shield, there are so many solid like 4K set top boxes that are not just a little bit less expensive, but like a fraction of the price. That I I, I don't know what they're doing. Look, I'll say this. Yeah, do you
0: have any theories about?
2: And I, no, I, no, no, I have,
0: I have no idea
2: what they're doing because the only thing I can kind of think in my mind is that for whatever reason, they still think that, that the Apple name and, and, and ecosystem can, you know, um, afford this kind of premium but like we've seen the figures and and they're not wrong like all the market share studies show that like apple used to lead in the living not lead i think roku has always had higher market share but at one point in time especially once the apple tv third um generation got lower priced like and and a lot of people had them it was it was um had a had a significant living room market share now it's it's dwindled significantly everybody has fire tv sticks or, or chromecast or roku's roku's number one and and so um you know, it's like, I don't know what they're doing on the, the only thing I can say is that if you're somebody who has literally purchased, you know, just, just, you know, you have a humongous iTunes movie library, the fact that they're upgrading all the HD stuff to 4k when available, that's I cool. That. I like yeah. that. I think yeah. that's really good. Yeah. And they're going to, and, and I do think that it takes someone like Apple to do that. I'm I'm hoping that other companies will follow suit. And I'm also hoping that pricing on, on 4k content will now, you know, um, go to, to what it is for HD. I, I think that's great news. But I can't get excited about the rest of it, and and I, I and I say this begrudgingly, knowing that I probably this year will wind up buying one of these things, even though it's <laughs>
0: absolutely, even though Do it's absolutely have pointless. you the most recent one that came out before this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but so you I, want that 4K?
2: I want the 4K. I mean, well, both of my TVs are 4K now, and or we have three TVs, but but the two that I use are are 4K, and so um, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, having um another, you know, uh, so like the Xbox is in one room, but I, I wouldn't mind having a 4k, uh, set top box for Hulu and, and some other things in another room. Like I, I'm not opposed to it. Although again, I have a Roku and I have a fire TV, so <laughs> I, I'm I'm dumb, but I'm dumb. Don't listen to me, but I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I'll let you guys talk, but like, I just, yeah. I, I don't get the strategy in this. It just, it's, I think if you were going to do this and you really were serious about gaining, um, gaining back market share in the living room, the, what you do is you say and we're slashing the price and we're selling it for a hundred dollars but I don't understand uh, raising the price and then making it even more expensive and, and let's be honest you know they showed off a gaming demo and whatnot nobody uses their Apple TV for gaming no one does and and and, and if you're talking about and if Wait, you're talking yeah, about the this, if you're stands. also
1: getting a game company that isn't super profitable and I know people on that yeah. team and I'm sorry to say it but you know that is that is a company that has a lot of cachet as a kind of art statement kind of company, but they're not a company that makes a lot of money. And that's yeah. that's just a fact.
0: And and, yeah, and I, I, like, yeah. of course, about the, the company that made Journey and yeah. um other games whose names immediately escape me of course as i need to remember them. Yeah, like those are those are great games and they're they're very beloved among the gaming community and i i think honestly they should be beloved outside the gaming community because they are very accessible to people who don't play games. Yeah. However, yes, your point absolutely stands that they are not yet cuz they're not very well known. Well, but uh,
1: this is where i uh, i have to tell you When I use the Apple TV at my house, my husband... Gets so freaking angry trying to operate it because the UI is such a mess, and like he will just like after a while he'll just be like, and he'll just hand <laughs> me the remote.
0: Because and the if UI you've ever 4. seen a picture of Frank, you can picture that. Yeah, like you, you can, can totally. Bad. Bad. I love it. You can
1: imagine that it's terrible. It's uh, this is why I don't get if you are really serious about 4K, if you are really really on the ball, bo- the ball, and like you've got a great TV and stuff. Apple is probably not what you're going to be buying there in the first place. Right. So, them like segmenting. One of the weakest product lines that they have with this distinction that, A, most people are not going to be able to perceive from across the room, even if they do have a 4K TV, it just makes no sense. If they are interested in making making Apple TV better, I appreciate that they're finally bringing Amazon Video there. I don't know what legal video, what legal battle they had to fight to make that happen, but that's good. That's right, in the that's user's great. interest. Sure. I like the TV app a lot. I think that that solved a huge problem of discoverability on there. But, you know, there are all these timeouts when you're trying to talk to Siri are going up in a menu and the core product is faulty. It's mm-hmm. not beyond repair, like some UI paint and like figuring out the back end and why it constantly stalls that is something they can solve but they are chasing the wrong problem for this particular product which is a good product yeah they need they need to mm, they need to fix the core problems instead of you know, some gimmicky thing that with all respect it's what i would expect someone like samsung to do mm-hmm. and call it innovation is just the wrong choice
0: yeah well that's pretty much summarizes my <laughs> feelings as well. And how do you feel about the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus? Because I actually got pretty excited about this. Price aside, I'm extremely excited about, for example, the fact that it still has a home button, which yeah. is something we'll talk about <laughs> later. Uh, the fact that it has inductive charging, which I think for me was the the best Part of the the, talking about the iPhone eight and eight plus I'm super excited about the eventual charging mat and the idea of charging without using the lightning port. Um, and the, the display looks amazing. It looks gorgeous as it should. And like, as expected, ultimately I'm not like, it's not revolutionary, but I don't really want that. I just want you want a good phone, but better. Yeah. Like, and, and- eyes. and this is actually I am considering getting it where I wasn't considering getting the seven at any point because I feel like it's come to a, a place where I can say okay it has like a mu- the much better processor it has the much better display it has the inductive charging
2: it has so oh I, 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 it has I'm optic okay. image stabilization um on on even the the, the six uh, even on the smaller one camera where it's not just relegated to uh the the, the plus.
1: So, I mean, Simone, this is, you're the person I want to talk to. And like, I really want to, I, know, I every really, day, right? every day for everything, I constantly, like, I don't know what to have for lunch and call on Simone, mm-hmm. gig, top level political advice. Sure. No, seriously, this is what I want to understand. Why, why does this phone appeal to you more than the iPhone 10? I mean, I, I understand there's a, a minor price difference <laughs> but I, I i i i if you're not like married to like the smaller form factor i i really don't understand it
0: so i am definitely married like when i say i'm considering getting this phone i'm definitely talking about the 8 and not the 8 right. plus cuz i don't yeah. want the big phone um for me one of the things that i'm definitely very invested in still unfortunately i know i'm going to have to change over the next year or so is still having the home button because I do not like face recognition. I am a huge non-fan of face recognition. Um, and I I feel like, uh, I don't know, that the 10 for me in price is still too much and I'm not ready to let go of that old old form factor, I, or old UI, I guess. Although oh, as this is literally fair. coming out of my mouth and you're bringing this up, I'm realizing that because it is inevitable, the change is inevitable. Maybe, maybe I. This is just pure nostalgia. Maybe my my attachment to the eight over the the iPhone ten is just an attachment to something that I'm familiar with.
2: Hmm. I mean, I think that that maybe that's part of it. I do think, though. I I, I think that it's wrong to totally dismiss even the price thing um, as 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 a, oh, a one off Be, because yeah. I think that you know. I'll say this I think if you were going from a like I paid nine hundred and sixty nine dollars before tax for my iPhone seven plus um and I got the two hundred and fifty six gigabyte version so the 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 iPhone ten we'll talk about that we'll talk about pricing later the same model will be eleven $1, forty nine before tax so it's two hundred dollars and and if you amortize that over you know two years, which is how long most people use the phones so or even three years or whatever, that becomes fairly negligible. but that's me buying the most expensive phone and the bigger one. It's a much bigger deal to say, if I'm okay with getting a 64 gigabyte iPhone 8 that starts at 699 um and using that for a period of time, you know, that's that's a, a big step up to 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 go from from you know paying 700 dollars all in to paying 1000 dollars all in. Um, you know, and, and I think that that for a lot of people, that's gonna be that, that you know, that 64 gigabyte iPhone 8 is kinda gonna be their sweet spot. Um, I think it's harder if you're looking at the plus because again, let's say you were getting at the 256 gigabyte plus. If you spend another 50 bucks, you could get a 64 gigabyte 10. And I think that you know, unless you're you're, you really need the storage because you take tons of 4K videos. For a lot of people, you might as well just get the 10, right? But I think so. I think the plus is harder um, to kind of justify because you're already paying more. But I feel like the the, the eight for those users, I do feel like the price alone is, is a big enough thing. And I also do think there's a, probably certain people where the, the changes in UI and the changes in other stuff and knowing how well some of these things are going to work, you know, whatever you think about Face, uh, face ID, even if you're totally comfortable with it, you know, how accurate is it going to be? Um, I think that some people might just prefer the smaller size and, and, and preferring what they know. So I can see the appeal. Like I'm, I'm kind of in this weird thing where my mom is asking me what phone should I get, and she's kind of debating between the Plus and the Ten, and I kind of don't know what to tell her um, because part yeah. of me wants to be like, "We'll just get the 10 and then part of me is like, "I don't know if you're going to like not having a home button. I don't know yeah, if you're going to like."
0: Age group specifically, exactly. Like, it's it's hard to say. Change your entire paradigm, right? <laughs>
1: I, you know, I, I think it's also important to like acknowledge, you know, a certain amount of financial privilege. Yes. Um, Huge. you know, like, yes. you know, for me, I was, I was watching this event and God, this is going to make me sound like the biggest jerk on <laughs> earth, but you know, like I'm trying to have my hair done. <laughs> so, and I'm watching the Apple event on my phone. It's like, you know, like I, I'm trying to tell my stylist, like, I'm I'm trying to you know watch this for my job because I do have to talk about it. Right. And you know like she's watching along with me and like the price being higher this is a woman that like she had literally broken her toe when she was doing my hair and you know, she did not want to spend the money to go to the doctor. Cause our health insurance is like a, you know, our health system is fundamentally broken in this country for so many people. Mm-hmm. And like a, a $200 price difference, that was it. That was just all she needed to hear about yeah. it. And she's like, I'm done. Yeah. And, um, I think that that's what a lot of people are experiencing. And I do think it's important for Apple to keep like these older phones, like in there, in the price ecosystem for it. I just, I mean, let's be honest. though. like Apple before this generation has not kept the design for longer than two years and they stretched it out three years. And now at their event, they are, you know, bringing out a fourth year of the same design with some, you know, the mm-hmm. camera improvements look notable. But overall, this is a very, very, very modest spec bump. And I would have a hard time, like, recommending this phone to anyone over, like, the iPhone 7. I well, think
0: I, w- I would agree with that. And the place that I'm still in is either get the iPhone 8 or don't get a new phone right. and wait yeah. to see next year. Yes. and and, and Which one I- are you rocking 6S. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and you I was, know. I was going to yeah.
2: say, I think I think that if you're coming from a 6 or a 6S, a 6S is maybe a little harder. Like, I would say this, uh, and I think Mashable actually wrote an article, or, or, or maybe it was good, be, but somebody wrote an article that was like, if you have an iPhone 7, you do not need an iPhone 8. And I think that that is 100% true. You know, like, if it, there's nothing that's screaming out to me. Um, you know, in the past, you've been able to, like, like last year, you could make the argument, at least with the Plus, you'd be like, oh, well, if you have a 6S, if you want the dual cameras, you know, you need to get the the seven plus and, and 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 you know there's there was three D touch and 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 there um you know have been like other improvements over the years. This time I know that they've made big enhancements with you know the A eleven chip, the Bionic, like blah, 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 blah. But I think that for most people, um, it's it's inconsequential if you're going from a seven to an eight, right? But I think if you have a six to an eight, that's a, a much more substantial mm-hmm. upgrade. Cause at that point, like that's you a said,
0: speed change because like, in a-
2: Exactly. Graphics
0: change, everything. Well, and,
2: and also, even though it looks the same, which I mean, you know, I think some people care about more than others. Um, and and I, I'm wondering how much that matters these days. You know, I mean, obviously, Apple thinks it matters a lot because they're redesigning the 10. But I do wonder, like, for, for the regular people, if they have the same feeling that we do, where we kind of get annoyed, you know, with looking the same all this time, it'll have the glass back. It'll have an auction charging. But if you were to, say, go from going from a six to an eight, you're going three generations. And so that's mm-hmm. a significant update. Um, you know in a phone uh, you're getting a lot more um and I a success though you're getting right, rid of those antenna lines but 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 you' a bit a success you're not wrong uh Simone it, it probably for you does come down to do you keep your phone for another year and see you know the 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 11 or or, or the 11 you know the 10 point one or whatever they want to call it or do you um you know go ahead and just get an eight now like that becomes your choice but 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 I do think that um it, it's it's uh if, if you like, like, I mean, I agree with what you're saying, Brie. That it's kind of modest, but I feel like at this point, most of the people who are going to be buying it are probably coming not from last year's phone, but from two or three years ago.
1: I think that's fair. The part of the phone that is most appealing to me are the depth sensors yeah. to like let you do portrait lighting. And um, yeah, I don't regret yeah you know, going to the iPhone Seven because I use that portrait mode in the digital zoom. All the time. Yeah, I do too. Like, especially campaigning is is wonderful. And, you know, that kind of software emulation of depth, it's like when you start thinking through lighting and how much of photography, it's like the Lyco. Do you remember this, Christina? Like the light field generator? It's like they've found the best aspects of photography, but they're also like figuring out depth tricks and all this stuff. Like, I just absolutely love it. And I, I do, you know, like we're not going to know until we actually get one and we can actually play with it, but I suspect there will be a lot of value there. But I just like, if you're the kind of person that can upgrade for like, you know, like that much, like you're essentially paying $800 for a camera,
2: right? I don't Mm -hmm. know why
1: you don't go a thousand dollars for a camera, you know, especially when it will last that much longer. Right,
0: man. I want that portrait mode. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I do want it. Yeah, I, I'm still, I'm still on the fence, and I think I'm gonna stay on the fence until I read a little bit more about um, T-Mobile's upgrade plan, which mm-hmm. I was initially attracted to, and then became unattracted to, and now I'm on the fence about because I, I, I was kind of distracted when I was reading about it, but huh. I believe they are on the surface offering three hundred dollars yes. towards. Me yes. trading in my old phone for one of the new ones, um, but that being again spread out over the course of the of the installment plan, so I'm like, ah, oh, I just paid off. It doesn't help that I did just literally this year pay off the success. so I'm like, man,
2: and, this is mean, a and, nice
0: cell phone bill. I'd like this, and this, is, <laughs> the, and this is this is of course the dirty secret, and what they kind of you know bring you into.
2: And Apple does the same thing. Like if you do, you know, the Apple upgrade plan, if you do T Mobile's, you know, jump, if you do, you know, uh, AT and T's next, if you do whatever Verizon calls theirs, you know, Sprint has one too. They all just want you to to continue to pay. You know, fifty dollars a month or whatever it is for your cell phone. I've 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 gotten to the point that smartly, dumbly or not, it's probably dumb because I buy the new phone every year. But I just <laughs> I don't like having the bill, so I just I just I because and again, it's very important to acknowledge I'm in a very privileged position. But when I can, I just buy it outright. I just I just yeah pay for it outright. And that
0: that honestly is for some reason more attractive to me but shall we move on to talk about the iPhone 10 the big the quote-unquote revolutionary iPhone of the title of this episode
2: I, I do too I do too I, this is it and, and and can let's talk about the name first because obviously, this leaked in the firmware um, uh, that was that was leaked over the weekend, and and and, and Stephen uh, Stoughton Smith uh, was able to, uh, you know, developer extraordinaire who's like known for going through Apple code and being able to figure out all the stuff. He found the strings to the name and. And everybody was was, you know, kind of, you know, trying to figure out is it gonna be pronounced X or is it gonna be pronounced ten? And and I, of course, I was like, they have to call it ten. If they if they call it yep. X I, yeah. I, I, I what are you doing, Apple? You know, like but 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 like John Gruber was even like, yo, oh, they're gonna call it X and 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 he was thankfully wrong. Um, sorry, John. Um uh, <laughs> I I'm glad he was wrong I know I'm glad he was wrong I'm glad he was wrong because like but, but it's it's interesting, you know, like I, I kind of love the name if I'm being totally honest. Like I, I was afraid they were going to call it iPhone Pro and I really hated that distinction. Um, I don't like that. You know, yeah, I'm glad. I, 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 like I, I really do. I don't like that distinction on the iPad. I don't like it. Uh, I really wouldn't like it on the phone because um, I feel like it adds kind of a classism layer that I just I, I don't think for a phone it works. And um I, 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 I using the Roman numeral, I think is a great nod of the past, you know, calling it 10 because, you know, obviously it's, it's the 10th anniversary and like is, is such a, I don't know. I, I, I really like the name. I'm, I'm very happy with the name 10 and, and with the Roman numeral. I, I, it made me, it made me as like a long time, like fan, I was kind of like, oh, this is, this is cool. Also, I, I, and, and bears with bears without saying like, you know. Um, their Apple is not the first company to skip nine and go straight from eight to 10 <laughs> or something with Microsoft. Yeah. Let's I was going to say maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. the, number, the world's number one operating system. Somebody, somebody did this before. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I look, I am, I'm all about the screen. I am so it's happy so for crazy. this. And Simone, I'm not going to be that person that like tries to evangelize you over <laughs> to the technology. I go prefer. ahead.
0: Go ahead. But I,
1: I will say this, like Georgia Dow talked to me into getting the iPhone six Plus, And I, I totally get it. It's awful. When you first get it, and it's too big. Mm-hmm. It feels like a satellite tile in your pocket, yep. but like once you get used to it, it is so much better. And it is – I, I just love it. I do 90% of my stuff from my iPhone. So – but the fact is like I have pains in my pinky finger from like mm-hmm. all that weight on it all the time because it's glued to my hand. Right, yeah, because it's,
2: <laughs> it's a giant honking device. It really is. So to have
1: that be smaller with the form factor yep. – And to be a bigger screen. I'm so happy. And to be uh, only six-sevenths of the weight that it was, which is, you know, this is a big deal. Not insignificant, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is bigger than when, uh, you know, we had the iPad 1 and the iPad 2. Like Steve Jobs was up on stage talking about that difference in weight, which was honestly nothing. This is much, much, much more significant. And I just... I mean, to me, that's all I need to know. Like,
0: it's a smaller phone yeah. with a bigger screen. Yes. Yeah, so, like, but, sign
2: me up. I'll no, learn totally. anything.
0: I mean, yeah. s- that is, so those are things that are genuinely exciting to me. I will yeah. concur.
2: And I think it's worth saying, you know, obviously, Apple's not the first to do that. Samsung, you know, has shown us this trick before. But I'm really glad that they adopted it, right? Like, I mean, this is – and this is obviously the huge benefit of going to an edge-to-edge display because you can make a much smaller form factor and have a bigger screen. And – you know i i i've long lamented you know i didn't you you went to the to the plus way earlier than i did Brie, and i i resisted because i have such small hands and i was just like i don't want to deal with it but like you i've kind of come to to accept it but i've still hated that i like couldn't find a kate spade wallet case and and i couldn't find you know other cute cases in the same way that i could for my six and and success and so um i'm really um but be- because this is the flagship i know that everybody is going to be making cases for this yes and, you know like everybody's in and, and the fashion brands are going to be out like in full force you know and so i so so i know kate spade is finally going to come through for me and and make me a wallet case for this thing um and uh yeah but i, I i'm with you like i, I and, and also you know the screen itself i think that it's huge that they're doing oled obviously again they are not the first samsung and lg have been doing them for years, but it's hard to do it at scale. And it was I I, I wonder if they didn't talk more about the screen on stage because they didn't want to draw direct t- comparison because you know they still have to sell and they're going to sell way more eights and eight pluses and they're going to sell you know tens. Um, so I so part of me was kind of like the, the cynical part of me was like oh you didn't want to be like you know the, talk because usually you would see a comparison for an OLED thing this is what a regular LCD looks like this is what OLED looks like and they didn't do that at least And if they did that I, I I missed it but like they they didn't seem to spend a, a huge amount of time talking no, about how you're much, right you're right okay to right. it not really under- and, and, exactly. really and 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 so but but I but you know having seen OLED displays for years and kind of been lusting after them you know Samsung has done them and and like I said LG and stuff like that like I really really excited to get that in an iPhone.
1: Um, I've, I've been meaning to look this up for years. Did they solve the, the half-life issue with OLED displays? Because when they first... You did that technology it didn't last very long have yeah, they yeah they have yeah they they have. Solved that? Okay, i mean yeah. It,
2: it, it, at this point you know the like the yields are still hard to do i mean and i think that's why this thing is going to be so supply constrained and why i'm like just like praying that not praying but you know i'm like <laughs> just like crossing my fingers that i'm able to get one of these things um but yeah for, for, from what i understand uh you know it, it, and at this point they've been around much longer so yeah i mean you know um the the half-life thing I I think for the most part is is, I I haven't read anything about that in a long time and I haven't seen anything of it in any devices that I've had. Um, So let's, let's
1: talk about the, like let's do the home button and the lack of that before we do touch ID. I mean, you know, I, I have to say, I know uh, for the keynote, they went through like the history of it. And like, do you remember when you first got Touch ID and you had to like get past that memory in yes. your thumb for slide to unlock because it was so ingrained yep. with you? Like I was doing that for the first year. Of
2: it. Oh, yeah. Same, same. So, so I,
1: I know that I can learn these new gestures, but I have to say, like, it doesn't... I understand the logic with it, but it's going to be really annoying for a while. Like, yeah, it is. you know, swipe down mm-hmm. from the upper left to get to one side of control center, swipe down to the other to
0: get to the other side of it, and seeing it's going to be really UI, hard for, yeah, I think non-power users to, yeah. you know, to learn that stuff. Well, and I feel like that's kind of been the the complaint of my friends who don't generally use Apple products is that they just don't like the UI. And of course, me again, a re- relatively recent convert who learned it and now loves it i'm like you just have to learn it it's fine i have a hard time accepting right (laughs) that that people don't like it um but this is a big change um and i huge change i'm actually not against this part of the change because i i love i love the idea of us as a species becoming just more gesture fluent that's really cool to me but I definitely think it will be a difficult learning curve.
2: Yeah. And I, I have – I mean, I we'll have to see how this works. I have, you know – look, Apple is one of the best companies in the world when it comes to accessibility. So I'm sure that they thought, thought of all that stuff. But but I did have questions, you know, like when you add these additional gestures, like is that going to interfere in any way, you know, with with, with, with blind people and, and how they interact with their phones, you know? Um I, I'm sure that they, like I said, I'm sure they they're on top of it. But I'll have to look into their docs to see how they're handling that stuff. But that that becomes an interesting thing, right? Because obviously, even though for many many years iPhones with home buttons will continue to be sold, if if we look at this, you know, through like a from from like a ten thousand foot view, this is Apple is saying this is the future, and in in X number of years, you know, every every product in their portfolio will will have some variation of of at least you know. Parts of this design, right? Like this, 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 this is. If the home button, you know, kind of um, was uh, the identifying feature of the last ten years, something with this, you know, will be the identifying feature for the next ten years. So it, it's, it's, you know, you have you have to consider like what is this going to, you know, do for. For accessibility, my only real kind of issue, and I, I think that the swipe down stuff, I like it. I, I'm fine with it. Our notification center, I think for control center, it'll take some getting used to. My bigger thing is like, I feel for developers because, <laughs> be, you, know, because you know, you're yeah, now, no, now going yeah. to have to, again, like you're going to have to, like, if you're an app developer, you're going to have to live in a world where you have to make sure that you're designing and that it works well and, and is fluid and, and all that stuff with with the 10 but where the vast, 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 vast majority of your users are going to continue to be using a home button. So you have to balance, especially I think game makers and stuff like, having to balance how to do that stuff um, will be really interesting. I also can't help but wish, you know, um, and maybe maybe if they can get a technology, you know, to work in the screens, it'll work. But, you know, there have been rumors for that they tried and had failed to get the the button to work underneath the screen. Um, underneath yep. the OLED panel, uh-huh. and and um and I wonder like if if eventually if they can make that work, and they would be willing to bring the button back, or if this is just one of those things that once they get rid of it, they're gonna they're gonna get rid of it because there is something that does feel I hate to say it, and I haven't used it, so so maybe it, it works better than I'm expecting, but there's something that feels slightly inelegant about the swipe up gesture to kind of pull up to, to to be the home button thing. There's something that feels slightly inelegant about that, just because you know you swipe up your phone for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, not always, you know, scrolling is a common behavior, not always to, to want to go home. And, and, and I, I, I could see some people being frustrated until you kind of get the sense of things of accidentally going home or accidentally activating, you know, multitasking, um, yeah. as opposed to like just scrolling up on your webpage. page.
1: So, so the other question I've got is okay. Like Simone, very clearly has an evil twin sister out there somewhere. Yeah, as you know. I mean, right? What happens? Like, Face ID. We got to talk. Well,
2: we got to talk about Face ID. I hate it.
0: All right. Why?
1: Okay. Explain. Explain your. I mean, obviously, your twin sister could.
0: Hack aside your phone, the but fact yeah, that my twin right. sister is constantly, constantly trying to steal my phone <laughs> Evil and I have burned off her fingerprints to make sure you know that there's absolutely <laughs> no chance, but I can't get rid of her face. It looks like my face and it's so pretty. Um, no, I hate <laughs> is face so ID. Shockingly, not because of security or whatever, although I have my concerns, but because I don't like the idea of training robots, the robot that I live with every day to read my face. I hate that. <laughs> I hate it so much. It feels like such a, a "here we are" come to accept minority report as our future yeah. moment. To me, I just I don't like it, and I I'm willing to I guess entertain the idea that it's just like a mental block and that it's not that different from having my thumbprint in my phone. But there is something to me about the no.
1: It's it's definitely it's different. No, it is I mean, different it is like public security state. Like, you know, if you're out in public, like they can scan your face, right. right. To Like identify you, Yeah, you know, it's a lot more. It, it's a very different thing to have your fingerprint, right? Like that's not mass surveillance. So I'm right there right. with you. And it's also like, what happens if like you go on a weekend vacation, and you put on, weight and, like, you're the kind of person that puts all of it in your face. Like, what if you get, like, a really, really – what if you get hit by a baseball in your cheek and your cheek swells? Like, there are all these edge cases. There are all these
2: edge cases. And I will say – and obviously, I know the technology that they're using. They're using infrared, which is what you actually had suggested. I think both of you had suggested before. You know, so that, that assuaged my earlier fears that, you know, it might not work in sunlight or whatnot. It seems like it'll work, you know, in all lighting conditions, which is great. But, yeah, but you have these edge cases and like look I know the technology is different but it, it it you know Microsoft has Windows hello and they've been using that for a couple of years and I use that every day on my surface book and I really like it like I I honestly really like it and obviously the fact that we're actually encouraged to use it by corporate policy like in terms of security policy makes me feel like secure but like because you know if, if IT is saying we think this is more secure than a password then that says something right um, It doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be creeped out, but, 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 but like, at least I think some of the security fears are overblown. But I do think that there, like you said, Brie, there's, there's a difference between having, you know, your, your face out there and, and having, um, your fingerprint. I would also say, and I know that there's ways to, ways to disable this. And I don't think that the SOS mode goes far enough. Um, I have a very real concern, you know, because of the political climate because of different things like if I were i and I think I will take my own advice on this because I'm going to get one of these things, and I'm sure I'm gonna enable face ID even though parts of it creep me out when I travel and I'm at the airport, especially if I'm you know traveling you know internationally, I'm turning that off yeah um because yeah. i'm not yeah. com- I'm not comfortable being you know with the way oversight is, I'm not comfortable with if you have that feature enabled of of you know. Because they're showing it how it will work at all these different angles and how fast it is. I'm not super comfortable with a cop being able to grab my phone, or if it's not a cop, maybe it's somebody else, you know, a TSA, whoever. I'm not comfortable with them being able to grab my phone and point it at me and unlock it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. Yeah. Um, I, 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 Addie, or oh, sorry, go on, finish your thought. No, I was just saying, I'm just not comfortable with that.
0: Yeah. Addie Robertson at The Verge wrote a piece about, um, discussing i guess the legal protection of it i know this is super relevant considering the case um uh, the, EFF of the, and- the yeah the shooting in california yeah. and there is i believe no legal precedent like there is for fingerprints right. um which means that it's kind of up in the air whether right. they could force you to unlock your phone with your face, which is something that they can't make you do with your fingers right at the moment. Um, so that, that, that does make me unhappy and nervous. I mean,
1: yeah, that's exactly. That's a hardened like, criminal. Oh, <sighs> I, uh, I understand it. Um, I mean, I'm going to use it and get it anyway. Same, but, you same. Know, I'm very, I'm very concerned about it. So, and, and
2: I, and I'm also, <sighs> st- I'm, I, I feel the same way. I'm conflicted because, like, I'm like, I'm going to be part of the problem because I'm still going to get one of these things. <laughs> um, but, but like, and but I, but I understand why a lot of people are. I mean, look, and a lot of people were rightfully. Not rightfully, but a lot of people—not rightfully, but a lot of people were freaked out about Touch ID, and I think that's the only thing I keep trying to tell myself is that I remember yeah. going on Wolf Blitzer and explaining, you know, why people should not freak out about Touch ID on their phones, and 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 making an NSA joke on CNN, um, <laughs> which I'm still very proud of myself for, and, and apparently the, the segment producers quite enjoyed. I made Wolf Blitzer laugh because my, my my statement. I was like, look, <laughs> I, I was like, God. look, I, I was like, look, if if you're like, you know, like a, uh, you know. Um, a diplomat or something and 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 you have really you know important information the NSA already has you know is already tapping your phone anyway um because because this was in an era when the, when it was revealed that the NSA had been hacking like diplomats phones so um you know like I I, I think that, that is important to remember that a lot of people really were dismissive and were scared and were um, hesitant about touch ID and touch ID has in in fact just done nothing but increase and improve security across the board so there's potential down the line for for face ID maybe to work the same way having said that I still have um, concerns around usability and I don't and it's not even so much you know if you're if you gain weight or you grow a beard or you know you cut your hair or whatnot because I think a lot of this is probably coming down to certain structural things in your face and probably your eyes but I worry about um, Again, like we talked about this before, but like they showed off the Apple Pay demo. Bottom line, it's going to take me longer to pay for stuff now and the cafe than it did before because I'm going to have to look up. I'm going to have to unlock it. It, it, There's now like there's going to be an extra step. It's not going to be massive, but it's going to be it's going to take me longer. And people are like, oh, we'll just use your Apple Watch. I mean, I guess, but
0: but that just seems like that's kind of a, a poor solution. yeah, thanks for okay, Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and spend two hundred dollars to buy a device that I don't have so that I can 200. use Apple Pay fast quickly, or right, whatever how much yeah. it exactly, is exactly exactly, yeah, and, and, it's, and yeah, yeah, and I I don't know, I mean, maybe we'll see if we even if we don't see the home button come back. I sort of hope that maybe touch ID will come back in a way because yeah, I mean, freaking other phones have it on the back yeah. and I totally understand Apple not wanting to like pop off and put it on the back of the phone The in this you know, in the same year as they get rid of the home button and start, I, I understand not wanting to be like other phones, but I do just prefer it in every single way over face ID.
1: Fair enough. So as long as we're talking about like, uh, I guess there are two things to cover. And we'll we'll go through this really quickly. The notch at the
2: top.
0: Yep. I am.
1: Um, I believe that eventually your eyes will just stop seeing it. Yeah, I, I think I so. Know, I, hate
0: that too. I hate it right now, but I know in a I, week I won't yeah. care.
1: But uh, so I can, I'm willing to give that the bound for the doubt. What I can't forgive in this design is. You know, I am very, very, very anti-Rocker Switch on the iPhone. I think out of the, the physical buttons that they've gotten rid of, it's like volume, that makes sense. I get it. You know, hold button, honestly, that one's kind of pushing it too, if that even still has a purpose today. Okay, fine. You put a button there to shut it down. But Rocker Switch, I just can't, I don't understand why they left it here.
2: Yeah, I, I guess I, I'm
1: alone on that. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I
2: I, 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 yeah, I wish I could yeah. find my, my, my myself a way to get upset about it. Well, it is kind of interesting though that you know they've kind of relegated the side button to some of the home buttons uh, tasks. Like that's how you that's how you do screenshots now. It's you do side button and volume up, um, and and you know the, some of the other things too. That's kind of what they're doing. Um, and but it's interesting that they did that, but they didn't like like put like a fingerprint sensor there. You know. Um, that's kind of interesting, uh, cause, cause that would have been an interesting like touch ID thing that's not on the back. Um, maybe it would have been great. Maybe yeah. there's not enough service area, who knows, but, but that's kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think about, um, while we're talking about the face ID, what do you think though about the, the, the sensors for the camera, the front facing camera? Cause that I think is almost, even if you're not excited about touch ID, I think the stuff that they're doing for the AR stuff possibilities are really huge with the with the front facing Super camera. Super excited
0: about the portrait lighting, Christina. Yeah, I, the, I know the, that's uh, not what you're no, talking no, 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 about, No, I know no, I, think, no, I think gonna, no,
2: I'm I'm excited about portrait lighting too, but I'm talking about like the, the real time Snapchat effects and, and the moving around stuff and, and emoji. Yeah, the, the, I mean, I think that's stupid, but like uh honestly, really? I, I, I I'm excited about that. I mean, I'm going to use the hell out of them, but it's also
1: I am like text you shoot. constantly at the poop emoji. Yeah, you, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. But
0: <laughs> so, with your face, I actually in in light of what I've just said about face ID, I feel like I have to be anti and emoji as well, even though my heart wants me to oh, be. Yeah. But I think by logic, it's the same thing.
2: Oh yeah, but, but see, I'm gonna use so it. I think cool. it's dumb, but I'm it's gonna so use cute. it. Oh, it's adorable, and I'm gonna be sending the poop emoji to everyone. It's gonna everyone's gonna be tired of it. I think I, I, you know, it's it's gonna be. I, I'm gonna use it the way I haven't really used iMessage stickers. But um, yeah, but but I, I think that the, some of the other stuff, you know, especially when they're kind of showing off some of the kit demos, and I know some of that stuff will it will be coming to the eight as well. But I I do think um that some of like the using you know that that uh that camera to kind of, you know, to do the real-time effects and to do that sort of stuff is really interesting. Um, like, that, that makes me really excited, especially to see, like, what other developers can do. Like, you know, just seeing the Snapchat demo, like, that's really, really cool. Um, so that, 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 I'm excited about that stuff. Do you have any thoughts on, uh, on on the rear camera and kind of the design on that? Anybody?
1: Uh it's more of the same. I think it's ugly, but I think it's like a design compromise they've made because you know, physics are hard to change. Right. <laughs> so I can accept that. What I can't accept is, you know, there's stuff that's hard <laughs> and revolutionary and like the the, the depth sensing lighting feature. Yeah. I can understand that still being bad be- in beta. And I can let that slide. What if Fundamentally, don't understand is inductive technology. Like this is not new. No. This is known. Yeah, we, <laughs> we know how to do inductive charging. Mophie's and been selling inductive cases party.
2: for years for iPhone. Exactly. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Like they had inductive charging in the freaking nineties. So uh the,
2: the Palm Pre. That's true. Oh God, the, the Palm Pre had yes. inductive charging. Two thousand nine. Look it up. So
1: what I cannot. It, I'm. I'm so tired of this trend with Apple where they announce something, but it just doesn't work out of the gate. Like the ear pods were a really good example of this with the last generation. You had this great W one technology and you're stuck buying like power beats (laughs) three to use your phone's headphone jack again. So I, I, I can let a lot of stuff go from here, but I think that's a real failure to not have inductive charging ready to go, since it's you know standard across all the new iPhones.
2: Yeah, no, I agree, and I think that the, the saying that the mat, which to me seems like the easiest accessory to make, is going to be like it'll be like next year, like January. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, seriously? Like, you're going to have like they had to give a shout out to Belkin and Mophie on stage. Because their own thing isn't going to be ready, and I'm like, how do, how is this not ready? Like, although I will say, you know, even though they're very late with inductive charging, everybody else has been doing this for a long time. As most things with Apple, who when they're late to stuff, they will be ultimately the ones that make it mainstream, and that's a good thing, you know. But but Starbucks uh, and, and McDonald's and, and some other places have been, you know, have had power, you know, have had you know inductive mats for a while. Um, there have been two competing standards, Powermat, uh, which you know Duracell is an investor in, um, and that company has had. Its own dramas. Uh, The the former CEO of BlackBerry took over, and then the board sued him and kicked him out. Anyways, it's it's kind of fascinating. But then the other one is the Qi standard, which is what Apple's using. And I'm actually shocked that they were adopting the Qi standard, but also very excited by that because that means that, you know, you can buy. I I guarantee you that Anchor is going to make a great inductive charging mat that will work just as well, if not better, than the Apple one. Will actually be available and will work with you know the same stuff. No, I agree with you though, Brie. That like I'm I'm really tired of this trend of of announcing a feature, announcing a product, announcing a thing, and then saying coming soon, um, mm-hmm. and and not being ready to go. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just have it ready to go at launch, you know, or
2: hold it, for or, the or hold year. it, or hold it until um, you know, you can bring it out. Like,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I definitely
0: agree
1: with that. Uh God, uh, We've I feel like it. our show has gone so long. It has two
2: quick words. Out. Yeah, two quick words. We got to talk about price, though. We have to.
1: Oh, Oh, God. We Uh, have to. I'm sorry, guys. I know we're going long, we have to. You're right. Uh, I'm all for the new price. I'm fine with it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine with it. Like, I, real story, Christina, I straight up don't understand my iPhone plan or how much yeah, I'm paying per month. I still have my iPhone 6s plus because I don't know if some point some company is going to ask me to mail it back. Like, <laughs> I don't understand any of this. Like, Apple just asked me to sign this agreement and I do it, it goes on my credit card. So, I, I, I I'm a bad person
2: yeah no i mean i I think you know it's it is it a lot of money absolutely, and I think that if this were the only phone they'd come out with, and I think that if the eight and the eight plus were less impressive like if if for instance the only way you could do inductive charging was if you got the new one, and if the you know the camera improvements weren't also significant on the the other ones and and you know some of the if, if the glass back you know what i mean like if they hadn't made some of those changes across the board, I could see or I could maybe understand the outrage a little bit more, but like, obviously not everybody needs to buy this phone and not everybody should buy this phone. Right. But for me personally, because I am in a very privileged position and also because the thing I use the most out of anything in my life is my phone. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay the, the, you know, $1,150 before tax.
0: So I guess for me uh, thinking about the new price, it, it is that I'm definitely happy that this model exists and I'm like you said, also extremely happy that it's not the only model. It's just period, not for me. It's not in my price range, but I guess I don't really have any any strong feelings about it just because I don't feel cheated by what I do have. And I'm kind of secure in the knowledge that what the 10 has that I won't get with the eight, if I get the eight, I will get it eventually like it's yeah they're not putting up a a wall between me and me and the robots learning about my face for eternity yeah no i'm with you i
2: mean i think that in some ways um the price along with people being uncomfortable with the lack of the the home button and, and with, you know, reticence about Face ID, that kind of like if you're on the fence, it's like that kind of makes the decision for you, right? If, if, if it's something
0: that's yeah, priced. Yeah, I feel like everyone's going to like look at the specs and say, okay, these are definite things that I do have opinions about and maybe I don't need it or maybe I do. Right.
2: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but I I think that some of the bluster over the price, I I I like I said, I it would be more understandable if they weren't selling two other phones for less, and if they weren't still selling the very capable iPhone Seven. Beautiful, beautiful
0: iPhone Seven. All right, well, that is going to be us wrapped for tonight. Now. Unfortunately, something has happened where in the, in the time that I was talking about my feelings about the iPhone price, uh, we lost Brianna Wu to a horrible computer accident, um, but I, I, we pretty much wrapped everything we needed to say. So I will tell you that she's working on a Washington Post op-ed Woohoo. and she has a Star Wars and a Star Trek fundraiser, which I assume... I'm assuming she's not raising money for those franchises because I think they have enough. I, I'm I think going they to do. go out on a limb here and say that she's having themed fundraisers for her campaign, which is awesome. Yes. And look out for that Washington Post op-ed. Christina, what are you up to this week?
2: I'm just uh, you know continuing to do stuff at work. Um, uh, I will be uh, hosting uh, this week on Channel Nine, as always. I will also just go ahead and give a shout out to my old friends at Mash. Well, they've invited me this week to join them on Mash Talk, which is uh, is a little bit of a homecoming for me because that was a podcast I started. Uh, so I'll be will be a guest on that this week, talking about you guessed it, uh, what we just talked about uh, tonight. Ah. Uh, so uh, yeah, so that 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 that's going to be fun, um, and um, I'm going to be in Orlando in two weeks uh we need to talk about who we will get to replace me while I'm gone but I've got to get you know start um, start planning um stuff for that because I'll be at a conference what
0: planning things in advance
2: yeah I'm gonna try to
0: that's who are you
2: I know I don't I don't get it either I I know I don't get it either but I've, I've gotta I've gotta uh try to try to figure my stuff out what about you Simone what are you up to
0: uh, we put out the second episode of the amazing new Polygon show, Video Game Theater, today, which, if you haven't seen it, is a show where Pat and I lip-sync to scenes from video games. Uh, oh my gosh, it is so good. definitely just, like, Tony winning, Oscar winning, probably Grammy winning as well Um, in some way. We'll figure out how. Yeah, I was going to say, been been- are, are there
2: Grammys for podcasts now, like there are for, like, audiobooks? I don't know. Maybe that, maybe
0: if I sing more, there will be, yeah. but, you know, I I'm playing some, some catch up right now because I was in, uh, Seattle last weekend, finishing moving like a how, fool. I was going to say, how did it, how did that go? Ah, uh, it went really well in the end because I threw out like my entire body weight in garbage from our storage unit. Um, and I got my crock pot back.
2: Awesome. So
0: Mama's going to make some healthy one pot meals. That will simmer softly all day long, and I'm super pumped about that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm still just working on so many shows. So tune in to hear more about those shows.
2: Where can we find you online, Christian? Uh, you can find me at Film underscore Girl on the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Snapchats. You know, you know the drill.
0: Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Doom Quasar and my videos at YouTube.com slash Polygon. And you can find Brianna, of course, at Twitter at Space Cat Gal. And that's us. You, For you, uh, you can rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, you can and should do that. And you should, of course, tell a friend if you enjoyed the show. Tell them, hey, what's the, what's the most entertaining way to get up to date on uh, Apple's September event? listen to this episode of rocket and exactly. then you will know everything about it in a, roughly an hour and 20 minutes. And to keep that number accurate, I'm going to say that this episode of rocket is terminated, terminated, terminated. It's my Brie impression. It's not, <laughs> it's not, it's not. <gasps> so good.